Hey, this is Tom Singer from the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do podcast. You are listening to Bob Nolly and the Labrador Leadership Podcast, which is better than a basket of puppies. Nice. Live from the RVA, this is the Labrador Leadership Podcast with Dr. Bob Nolly. The program that brings you the leadership skills that can make you the most authentic, approachable leader for the sake of your business, your team, and for you. Now, here's Bob. Hey everyone, how are you? I am too. And I hope that's good news. Welcome to episode 31 of the Labrador Leadership Podcast. It's Bob Nolly here. Alex is off. So we have a chance for a short chat today. Things are going very well here. And I've been spending a lot of time in the lab. You know, that's that's the phrase I use when I'm trying to get creative. I used to say it. I had my hands on the keyboard. And that doesn't sound quite so quite so elegant. And uh, I remember Tom Hanks. I wish I could come up with that movie. I'm not going to look it up now. Where he was a very young Tom Hanks, played a member of a creative team. And uh, just before they did the presentation to the big client, he'd be rocking back in a chair, throwing pencils up into the acoustic tiling of the ceiling. And somebody would ask him a question. He'd go, don't bother me. I'm in pregame. Which I guess was his version of being in the lab. So I've been in the lab too. And uh, I'll tell you what that means for you in, uh, in just a minute. I have uh, I've, I went back and, and listened to some of our interviews, and I've I asked a lot of our guests what books they read and what books have been important to them. And I thought you thought you should have caught a lot of those, but I wanted to at least share the the top side of my list as well. Uh, in episode uh, thirty, no, that would have been. That would have been 27. Yeah, 27, I started talking about emotional intelligence for the first time. When I picked up Daniel Goldman, Daniel Goldman's, I'll link it up in the show notes, his book on emotional intelligence, that really opened a, a door for me, a, a door in a way of thinking, because it framed up uh, a concept that I really couldn't quite get my hands around for a long time. And the more I think about it and talk to other people about it, I get a get a wide range of responses. I uh, had a blog post that was up for a while, and I'll, I'll link up to that as well, where I talked about those wacky interview questions that you guess you have at the end of a of a job search interview. And you know, I always wondered exactly what folks were looking for. And I think on an earlier show, I mentioned that I'm, I'm just looking for a little creativity, but I think what I'm looking for is a little emotional intelligence there. Some evidence that EI is present, is present and working hard in your, uh, in your system. <laughs> I, I think about the media now. I look, at, I look at an example of the one person in the media that has zero emotional intelligence. This should be the match game. Take a moment and write down your answer. I'll tell you mine in just a second. The one character, it's not a real person, the one character that has been created has zero emotional intelligence. And because it's zero, he's such a, a source of comedy for us. It's Sheldon on the Big Bang Theory. He, he has no emotional intelligence. And think if you're a fan, think about scenes he's been in 
where all his friends and colleagues are there scratching his head about how he acts, and he never understands why they look at him the way they do. So could you work in a room full of Sheldons? Well, I'm sure your funny bone would be tickled day in and day out, but would you get anything done? Yeah, probably not. And you remember that show, when they uh, when he offends people enough, bad things happen. So Daniel Goldman's book on emotional intelligence was a big opener for me because it really put some some thought to that framework. And I have, of course, family and friends in the Deep South, and, and they look at me and go, well, that's just manners. In a way, in a way it is just manners, but I think it's much more than that. It's, uh, as, as I said on that show, it's knowing what your own emotions are and being able to control them. That's the internal half. And the external half is recognizing the emotions of others and having enough empathy for that. And then having the social skills, that's where Sheldon's a zero, social skills. <laughs> having the social skills to have the quality of interpersonal relationships you want to have, rich relationships in your life and in the workplace as well. So that book was a big one. Uh, a second book for me was Sally Hogshead's book, How the World Sees You. Discover your highest value through the science of fascination. I, I think it's been said before that that would be quite a gift quite a gift if you knew what others thought of you. You know, the old story about wouldn't you like to, to be at your own funeral and hear what folks said about you? Well, that'd be too much of a price to pay. But, but if you knew how people saw you, wouldn't that help you negotiate the difficult situations in your life on the job with the important people? So I read that book and look at the type, the many, many different types of, of models that she puts up there. And the one that described me was, you know, I would say 85 to 90% spot on. Maybe one day I'll tell you about that as well. Okay. The third book is the one that I'm really super red hot now. And I know a lot of you lapsters have heard of it is Strengths Finder 2.0 by Tom Rath, R-A-T-H, and I'll link that up as well in the show notes. But it uses the uh, the Strengths Finder tool to determine what your strengths are, and there's a long list of the possibilities. And when you take that that assessment, it turns out the top five. And here's why they are important. Here's why they are important. It behooves all of us to adopt a position work on things that allows us to use our strengths. The biggest mistake, 99% of the time, the biggest mistake that any manager can make is to commit to developing someone's weaknesses, to give them a task, a project, something to, they, where they have to perform for the sake of practice will develop their weaknesses. That, that's a very, very tough thing to do successfully. What people want to do on their job is use their strengths. What they want to do 
is feel like they're making a contribution. How many guests on the show talk about they want to find a way to contribute? They want to make sure their strengths are recognized and appreciated. If you send somebody off to do work on a project using a skill that they don't have in their repertoire, you are just creating a problem for you and not taking care of them. And how many times have, have they, have we talked about that concept? So what are their strengths? So when you want to know, you'd certainly want to know what yours are. And this is where in, in the corporate world for me, I was always a little bit too much of a chemist because I would want to, in building a team, make sure I had the right mix. Well, if you know what the strengths are of your team, you know how to build small task groups to get the right strengths together you need. And they're not the same for every task, of course. Some may be more strategic. Some may be more urgent. Putting out fires. But the Strength Finder tool gives you a read on that. So those are three books. Tom Rath's Strength Finders 2.0. To O, Daniel Goleman's uh, Emotional Intelligence, and he's written a lot more. There are, there are anthologies now of some of his articles, and he's written a book on social intelligence, and there are other books called Working with Emotional Intelligence, and it's all great stuff, but start with his first work on emotional intelligence. And then Sally Hogshead's How the World Sees You, Discover Your Highest Value Through the Science of Fa Fascination. So what's on your bedside table now? What's on your reader? What are you reading? Well, I'll, t I'll tell you what I'm reading now. Strengths Finders is there because I'm doing some work in that and I'm in the lab. And I'm uh, pulling some things together on that. Uh, the most recent Stephen King book is there. I, I just love reading him. Sure, it's escapist, but I love him. And I'll, t I'll tell you why. I love the, real the realness of the characters. My favorite Stephen King book, I'll tell you, it's The, it's the Stand. It's the stand. And now his body of work is so long, you know, to try to rank them is like trying to rank Hitchcock pictures. And those are the two there now. Oh, I'm also reading on the reader. I'm reading uh, the, the book, uh, The Girl on the Train, I think is the name of it. It's just slipped out of the number one spot on the New York Times bestseller list. And uh, literarily, its structure is kind of interesting. So that's a good read, too. And then I'm covered with magazines like the Harvard Business Review and Sports Illustrated and uh, Inc. and uh, the Rolling Stone. So that's what I'm immersed in when I'm reading those things there. Here's what I wanted to bring up to you today. I am in the lab and I'm, I'm creating something, but I, I don't want to do it with my head in a hole in the ground. I, I want to hear from you. So if I'm going to create something that I, you know, if you've been good enough to come to this show and listen to us and give us great ratings and reviews and, and tweet about us and post on Facebook about us, thank you. Thank you so much for all of that. If I'm building something for you, you know, I want to hear from you. So now is the time. If you go click the orange button to join the conversation within just a few days, I'm going to send you a link to schedule time for a call with me. Hey, it's no stress. I'm not going to 
not going to make you do anything. I just want to ask you some questions about what I'm building and what would work best for you. I want you, yeah, I want you to help me build it. And if you help me build it, well, then when I built it, I want to make sure it's easier for you to get it than everyone else that didn't help me build it. So there'll be an opportunity there as well. But that's 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 over the horizon at this point. Uh, I'm just not going to ask you questions. I want to hear from you about what you do and what your life is like and where do you work and what are your challenges and what do you think about the show and how you found us, what we can do for you. So I want you to join the conversation and then schedule time to talk. Is it going to be an hour? Oh, heck no. It's going to be like 15 or 20 minutes. And if we want to do more, we can do more. But I want to get to know who has us in their ears when they put their buds in or listen in their car or wherever they listen to us on the treadmill, wherever that might be. It would just be great to hear from you. So I'm in the lab and that's what I'm working on right now. So what else can I ask you about here? Yeah. One thing I would ask you when we talk, and if you don't want to talk, that's good. Uh, what cast did you like? I know, I know we've had some real surefire winners and everyone has been enjoyable. And frankly, every one of them has been committed to your success. So that's cool. Head over to the show notes page for that episode and leave us a comment. Tell us what you think. Thanks to all the folks that have out there been doing that for us. Because when we started this, and we're only 31 episodes in now, as I said here, we're on track with something, and I want you to help me design it. So I want to know what you like. I want to know how we can help you. Okay, folks, on our next episode, we're going to talk a little bit about the difficulties of applying your leadership skills in the realm of <laughs> project management. Oh, is that a tough one? We'll see you next time. Everyone, have a great week. Take care of everybody. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Labrador Leadership Podcast. For the sake of all the special people in your life that deserve you to be the best leader you can be. Can be, can be. Connect with us on our website at labradorleadership.com, on Facebook at Labrador Leadership, and on Twitter at Lab Leadership. Now, here's a final thought from Bob. From Bob, 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 Bob. Okay, this was a short one today, and that's good. Folks, remember, click the orange button, join the conversation, and you and I will get on the phone, and I can't wait to meet you. Have a good weekend, everybody. Bye-bye.